Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What up? Not much. All right, all right, all right. What's up with you? Uh, Nothing. That's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, button. There we go. I actually have things to talk about today. Good, because I really don't. Okay. Why don't you kick it off then? Alrighty. Uh, first, we'll go with. Um, a story that connects to something we talked about uh, two weeks ago, I believe. Now, uh, this is the Expanse series uh, Kickstarter that we talked about. I think it was two weeks ago. Okay. But, yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, so uh, we talked briefly about it. How they uh, have an ex- uh, a Kickstarter to continue the Expanse to basically bridge. The gap between where the show ended and where the books uh, ultimately ended. So, uh, obviously there's some differences in the the two stories. There's characters that aren't in it. There's characters that are featured in both, or in either one that aren't really featured in the other uh, sort of thing. But, this story is not much about what the details are. This is just basically saying that... Uh, the Kickstarter broke a record uh, for, well, multiple records, really, but uh, this this article is uh, talking about the the uh, success of the uh, the campaign through Kickstarter. Okay. So, basically, uh, Kickstarter campaign continues to shatter records, as I said before. The campaign has now broken the Kickstarter record for comic book project uh, projects at eight hundred twenty-seven thousand eight hundred two dollars and counting. Damn. Yeah. Uh, it has fourteen more days as of the article that came out today. Uh, so two more weeks, and it's uh basically at oh, it's over three quarter of a million dollars for this uh this particular campaign. Nice. Which makes it the highest grossing. Uh or a highest-funded comic book project on Kickstarter's uh, uh, website in its entire history. Okay. The one before that was also... Uh, or the one, the biggest one before that for Boom was Berserker with Keanu Reeves. Good book, by the way. Really good book. Super fun. Uh, and the funny thing about that one was that one had the record for $179,251 within 24 hours. 
Uh, and I do believe the Expanse broke that record as well. As it should. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was pretty interesting, and we just want to give a slight update uh, to it, uh, as well as the fact that Christian Ward actually has uh, at least one cover that's going to be part of the collection. God damn it. How many did you buy? I haven't bought any yet. I'm trying to debate. It's a Christian Ward cover. Like, Christian Ward could make, like, a piece of garbage and you'd buy it. I, hey, man, that's not nice. No, I'm just saying that you like his art so much that he could just be like, I drew a stick figure on this trash, and you'd be like, yes. Yeah, I would buy it, Because Joe, it'd be a really call cool looking for stick it. figure. You'd love to that's call me I'm out. Saying. You'd love to call just, me that's out. That's all I'm saying. So I was wondering how many issues you bought. Not just yet, but it's definitely uh, been bouncing around my head. It's enticing to go at least by the uh, by the pack of issues. Yeah, I'm sure that the other stuff is sold out by now with that uh, that amount of uh, of uh, money that they've made. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous, dude. So even like the two hundred dollars stuff have to has to have been sold out by now. I wouldn't doubt it. What you're hearing in the background, by the way, is the dog made it into my room. And uh, that's her playing. Gotcha. I was about to ask uh-huh. if someone's knocking at your door. No. She she managed to get into my room before we started because I was rushing to get in here. Uh, and she's got a, a, a monkey carcass. A stuffed monkey carcass. Well, that sounds that she likes to fling around. Anyway. Uh, oh, here we go. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, well, this article needs to be updated. Uh, because they are now at 986,856 uh, pledged f- for their uh, initial 25,000 they asked for. Do you think this, that this will make Amazon or someone else just be like, hey, maybe we should finish this show because it sounds like something people want? I mean, it would be nice if they did. Right. Got the monkey, he says. Got the monkey. Go get the monkey. I could still do the complete uh, exclusive hardcover set. That's still available. That wasn't too bad, I don't think. It's 125. Yeah, but I'm. But what was the next one up? Was the uh, the MCRN edition? Uh, the metal the metal box set, yeah. And it sold out. Yeah. Yeah. It only had. It was only four hundred of those available. Yeah, I think uh, when I was looking at it last time, there were still like two hundred something available, and that's the edition that. I mean, ideally, I would have wanted the the most expensive edition, uh, but I'm not going to be able to afford fifteen hundred dollars, especially for comic books. Uh, so the so that edition would be the one that I would have wanted. Yeah. Yeah, all the all the high end, uh, high value ones are all gone because those are the limited quantity ones. Where the yeah. uh, hardcover set is like the premium of the hey, we're gonna make these as many of these that people pay for. <laughs> Lyra, Lyra, what's going on over there, girl? Yeah, it's too much background noise for the recording, girl. Right. So I'm, I may do that. I, I don't know. It's exciting is just because. Does it still come signed? I believe they do. 
I don't know actually. No, I don't. Reading quickly does not say anything about signed. Usually, almost all of these are are signed for the most part, but I mean, right? Because I thought there was like the the first. What's the first level? It's obviously the ten dollar crap, but uh, the the actual first level where you just get the comics. Uh, and the, the next level isn't isn't that the signed version of the comics? Uh, so there's the Expanse graphic novel starter set, uh, which includes. Um, I believe all of them. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. No, Volume 1. This includes Origin, Softcover, and Volume 1 of Dragon Tooth. Uh, and then the complete PDF set is uh, 12 single comics of the issue of the Expanse Dragon Tooth in uh, a DRM-free PDF. So no physical copy. Then there's the complete softcover set. Each cover was completely released. Nothing. That one doesn't say about signing. That one's all three, all three volumes of Dragon Tooth softcover. It's a collected edition. Then there's the complete exclusive single set issues. Which is all 12 limited edition comic books available through the Boom Studios Deluxe Pre-Order Campaign. So that's just the individual issues for people who like to buy those. But they have, uh, they're all variant covers. Uh, then there's the complete uh, exclusive hardcover set um, of Dragon Tooth. It's entirety, all three volume graphic novels hardcover set. The premium set is protected... Uh, are perfect for display on your bookshelf or coffee table. Uh, each volume will feature a brand new variant cover by to be announced uh, for all of it, apparently. For all of them. It is not saying about being signed, though. Hmm. Okay. Misread it last time, then. They do have the, uh, the image for Christian Ward. Up on there. Yeah, I posted it on our uh, on our website when I posted about the episode last time. I used that art. Cool. Yeah, that is a uh, that is a very Christian Ward. Yeah, it's, artwork. It is pretty like rad. It. Pretty rad, I say. Pretty rad. So obviously they met all the stretch goals. What were the last few? Let's see. Uh, that's the wrong button. Find okay. Uh. So slipcase is added to regular hardcover set and custom collector box. Uh, Expanse Origins and Expanse 2021 to digital downloads. So if you bought the hardcover set, you would get a slipcase. Am I reading that right? Uh, so if you bought the 120 whatever dollar one it is, you'd get a slipcase? Yes. And then at 1.1 million, uh, a Laconia challenge coin replica that's cool yeah so the because they hit the 950,000 they're doing slipcases added to regular hardcover set in a custom collector box expansion origin and expanse 2021 to digital rewards 
It's weird they give the slip case added to the... Oh, okay, 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 okay. I see. So they did two different sets of slipcase uh, bonus rewards. Gotcha, okay. Right, so at 400,000, the slipcase add to each hardcover in box sets tiers 6 through 9. Yep. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, they... uh. They're smashing the shit out of this goal, so. Well, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. I would definitely collect these, and if it's still around, like, how many of the hardcovers are there still? Uh, so those ones don't go away. Those will be printed to order. So there's no goal limit to those ones. Good. And then when does this end? 13 more days, so... Uh... So, you know, when I get my tax refund check in and uh, I have a little bit of extra cash to, to spread around, I could buy that. And it, this would be my first Kickstarter campaign I've ever supported, but I think this one actually, you know, will actually go through. Yeah, this one's definitely going to go through. I'll definitely support this. Uh, yeah, so Tier 5 and up are all... Well, I mean, Tier, tier 1 is the the starter set anyways yeah um but those ones those tier one two three four and five do not have uh print limits um they're just uh um print order so how many wherever how many backers they have for them those are how many they'll they'll make gotcha where the other ones they're limited so tier six seven eight and nine all had uh limited runs and they were all all sold out by now yeah and those ones are all the signed ones okay and it looks like christian's cover is volume one nice according to the picture of tier five uh says exclusive covers to be revealed but it shows on volume one it shows christian's uh cover so, boom. <laughs> boom, he says. Get it? Get it? it's boom. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, hopefully this, like, kicks somebody's in the a somebody in the ass where it's like, you know, this is actually really popular. It's it's breaking records on Kickstarter for the graphic novels. Uh, clearly it's wanted. Clearly it's wanted. Clearly, I mean, the show was a success on Amazon, as far as I'm aware. I don't really think that they released their numbers, but... I'm pretty sure it was popular. Yeah, it definitely, definitely was. Uh, well, that was the thing that that like there was that campaign that happened after uh, Amazon announced that they were bringing it to an end. Like they didn't just cancel it; they said, "Hey, like at least you're getting this." You know, we're like right. we're going to do this many. Uh, so they didn't just go, "Oh, sorry, we're done." Uh, they actually said, "Hey, season six will be your final season." They and they told us that after. They announced five, right? They said, hey, we're making five and six, and six will be the end. Yes. So, like, they knew they were coming up to an end, and obviously they were trying to shop it, and they, uh, spoiler alert, uh, they made it so the end of season six wasn't a conclusion of the story. Uh, it was just a tie-up of what was currently going on, uh, but not, like, 
everything was done. You know, what I mean, they did leave a little cliffhanger stuff because Laconia Army was still uh, poised to, well, do their thing. Mm-hmm. So, kind of cool that way. Uh, yeah, so I thought that was a, a neat update to do because I was like, holy smokes. And it, even like I said, this article was published today, but it was clearly written yesterday because they said 14, uh, 14 days left, and that would have been yesterday because today's 13 days left, and it's almost at a million dollars. So yeah, even higher. That's going to be a hell of a goal for anyone to break after that. That's just a ton. ton of stuff. That is just so much like, want. So much want. Anyway, so much what do you want. got next? Uh, next up, a uh, small little uh, 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 story. Uh, Venom 3. Tom Hardy shares deleted scene as pre-production starts. Uh, that title confused me at first. It's like, how are we getting a deleted scene from Vo- v- Venom 3 if it's just starting? Right. Uh, it's not from Venom 3. Uh, so, yeah, it's from the first movie. Uh, oh, not even from two. It's from the first one. Yeah. So, uh, I haven't watched it yet. I just, I just, uh, saw it, uh, this late last night or this morning. I can't remember what it was. Um, so that was, that was, it was very bizarre. But, uh, Venom 3 is moving forward and the, and the pre-production has started, uh, for that. So that's good to hear. Right. Sony has one good property. Yeah, right. They're trying their best. <laughs> Just best really great. Yeah, which is really not saying much. Uh, no, not but at all. Whatever. They really do just need to like suck it up and uh, just work closer with Marvel. Just be a, just be a producer at that point. You know what I mean? Just sit back and let them make it let and then rake the money. The work, do yeah. all the writing, do all the directing, do all the everything. Just yeah, just reap the money. Just sit there. I wish I could just sit here and collect money. So if saying, I own dude. the rights to Venom and Morbius and all that stuff, I'd just be like, yeah, just, just go do it. Just pay me a large cut. Yeah. That's it. Lyra. Lyra, girl. This, yeah, I know, right? She just burned the shit out of that carcass. This is her playtime. <laughs> this is her playtime. Yeah. Uh, one of the other stories I had was a big announcement between uh, about uh, from Xbox. I don't know if you saw this or not, Joe. No, I so, haven't seen anything from Xbox. The uh, the acquisition of uh, Activision Blizzard is still ongoing. Uh, they are very confident in it, and this proves it. Oh, okay. So, uh, as of the twenty first, so uh, two days ago, uh, Brad Smith, uh, who is one of the uh, the heads of Xbox. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tweeted out this. Uh, says, we've now signed a binding 10-year contract to bring Xbox games to Nintendo gamers. This is just part of the, our commitment to bring Xbox games and Activision titles like Call of Duty to more players on more platforms. So, okay, we'll keep going because I think I know where this is going uh, if, if you have more. Yep. So this says here that uh, uh, Microsoft and Nintendo have negotiated a, and signed a binding 10-year legal uh, agreement to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo players the same day as Xbox with full features and, co- and content uh, so they can experience Call of Duty just like Xbox and PlayStation gamers uh, enjoy Call of Duty. We are committed to providing long-term equal access to Call of Duty to other gaming platforms, bringing more choice to more players and more competition to the gaming market. I do like that. Uh... Obviously, because when they announced not too long ago that they were going to bring Call of Duty to uh, the Switch, I think a lot of people, including me, uh, were, were like, wow, they're going to take Call of Duty the way it looks and everything, and, and they're going to port it over to the Switch. That That's going to be quite the, uh, the feat there. But thinking about it, it sounds like they're, I mean, they can do just something even more simple than that, and they can just fucking release Game Pass. Uh on it and you just stream all your games yep uh they've yet to say how it's gonna work yet uh but you're gonna stream the games that's the easiest thing to do yep uh so it's it's definitely gonna be an interesting thing because uh he continues to say uh you know the binding deal uh the binding deal obviously uh comes out of the fact that as long as the acquisition goes through uh then this will 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 fruition you know go forward through that which kind of sucks because yeah it, it sounds like like you said uh if activision blizzard doesn't go through because there is large talk about a monopoly uh and that's the reason why it might not, might not go through uh it, it seems like this all hinges on that fact which would suck because there's so many other things that you you could literally uh make so much money just making Game Pass available on other console systems. Yep. Uh, And uh, Brad Smith went on to say that uh, Microsoft had offered the same 10-year deal to Sony, uh, but they refused. Uh, Sony's been arguing against uh, Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard as it sees the deal could be harmful to developers and lead to price hikes. Sony is not one to sit there and say that. I mean, obviously, they're they're a competing company, so they're going to say stuff like that, but they're just as guilty as buying up all these companies and, and hoarding them for themselves. They're probably the worst at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, Naughty Dog and all those other you know publishers come to mind that they're never going to be released on, on an Xbox. Just thankful. You just be thankful that they're released on PC years later, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, and then Phil Spencer followed that up uh, later the day in the day with an announcement that they had signed a 10-year agreement with uh, NVIDIA that will allow uh, GeForce Now players to stream X, uh, P Xbox PC games as well as Activision Blizzard PC titles, including Call of Duty, uh, following the acquisition. And it says, we're committed to bringing more games and more uh, to more people however they choose to play. Which is cool, but again, it, it and I like the comment where he says we're more committed, but it also all, all sounds like this all hinges on the fact that if they don't get Activision hit up Blizzard, then, well, I'm sorry, we're not going to do this. I think they're going to still do right. the Xbox games. Uh, they just obviously can't do the Activision Blizzard games because they don't own Yeah, those. but a lot of the wording just sounds like like that, like that we're committed to do this as long as we have Activision. That's what it kind of sounds like. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. Like you could literally, it's like if they don't if they don't get the Activision Blizzard uh, thing uh, inked out, that they'd just be like, "Well, it didn't happen, therefore, you know, we're not going to do any of this." That's what it kind of sounds like to me. It'd be dumb for them to do that because, in my opinion, the more you can put your content onto other services, you know, the better it is. I mean, right there, you you know, Microsoft is never going to have a Steam Deck killer. I don't. Think. they're never going to develop their own hard mobile hardware but if you you target people that have switches and you allow them to do game pass streaming you know that's an audience that you could definitely target and uh, kind of fill in a little bit of space of uh, of the steam deck people you know people who don't have a steam deck can't afford a steam deck but might already have a switch and an xbox yep yeah pretty it's pretty rad i mean hell i have a, a switch one of the oled switches which i've played only two games on and i would love to have the ability to play some xbox games on there just stream it you know you're not talking about a 4k screen or anything like that so streaming will be a little bit better yeah so i hope that they just go through with with it no matter what that just one day that they're like hey here's game pass on on the switch it's just an app you download for free you sign in with your microsoft account and there are your games yep streams whatever's available to stream is which is right now which is so everything many, like yeah. there i like i love how they they seem to have that 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 split where it's like yeah you know there might be some games on there that there aren't streamable but it's like all the games are on there are streamable yep Anyway, so I thought that was a really interesting uh, thing, but also it just goes forward to say it like shows that like Microsoft is trying to live up to the promise they gave us a few years ago of expanding the 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 footprint of Microsoft beyond just Xbox, uh, and you know because they did so two years ago now I think they signed uh, the thing with uh, with Valve and Steam that says if you have Game Pass Ultimate which includes PC, um, and there's a title that's available, It you can sign it, you can link your Steam account, and you can get that game through your Steam account without having to uh, go through the Windows Store um, on there. Uh, which so, is great. Which is uh, a huge I mean, thing. 
something like this only should pressure Sony to, to do stuff like that as well. Yeah. Uh, Sony has their own problems. They're streaming their 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 Xbox or their uh Game Pass killer as some would say is trash beyond trash compared to Xboxes. Um yeah, well, there's way too many tiers for one. They kind of I and I don't know. I don't own that. I don't own a PlayStation. I haven't gone into any of the tiers and you can correct me if I'm wrong and everything like that. You're probably going to in a second here. Anyway, I just hate that it seems like that it take it takes kind of a bad idea of Nintendo where they're like you could have a basic plan where you just get like internet access to to multiplayer stuff. Or you can pay for the next tier where you also get some NES games, or then you can play for the next tier and you can get some NES and some uh, Sega games. It's like, can I just have, like, like Game Pass seems to be the the easiest simple thing. And maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm not, but you have what? You still have gold if you want to do multiplayer stuff, or you have Game Pass where you have the ability to just you have gold plus streaming games. Like yeah. that's that's it. You don't have tier systems or anything like that. You don't have to know, oh, do do I get that with my tier? Do I? No, it's dumb, and I hate it. Yeah, it's it's real stupid. Um, so the the my my thing about the uh with uh the whole like cla- like they call them uh classic catalog, I believe, on PlayStation. Uh, Xbox, I'm trying to pull it up right now, but it's being really slow and dumb. Uh, Xbox just calls them, you know, uh, uh, you know, you know, they have the 360 games, they have the original Xbox, and they have uh, current Xbox games. But again, all streamable, all streamable. They're, but they're also the thing that I'm pointing out is they're downloadable. Yeah, so you can you can play them directly on your console and have them downloaded, where. PlayStation, you can't do that. Uh, PlayStation, they're literally just streamable. So when I I wanted to, I was like, I got a PlayStation Five, and obviously, uh, I got some games that I I I got with the new God of War, which I needed to play the first one because I hadn't played it because I didn't own a PS Five. I could have bought on the PlayStation Four, but I was like, well, I'm gonna get a PS Five eventually because you know that's what happens. Uh, took a while to get it, but I got one. Um, so I've been working my way through the, some of those games, but uh, I got a discount on uh, the uh, the PlayStation uh, Plus service. So I was like, oh, I'll get it, you know, whatever. And there's because I can get the God of War on there, and I get the other, couple other exclusives on there. But they don't have all of their uh, exclusives on there to have. Like you, like Xbox has. All of their the Microsoft Studio games are on there to play, yep. right? Except for like, I think a couple of the Forza games because those technically aren't Microsoft Studio games; they're uh, uh, third party. There is Forza on there. Yeah, but Forza some of the Forza games are on there. Most of them are actually on there right now, I believe. Um, well, this website is loading like complete utter trash right now. Oh, like everything else is working fine, but PlayStation's website is just trash. I don't know if it's because I'm using I'm using uh, Safari versus Chrome, but wow, this thing is not loading pictures or anything. Fantastic. Anyhow. So, they have a lot of games. They have, uh, uh, if you do a certain tier, again, you get access to the Ubisoft titles as well. 
Uh, so that's kind of a cool thing. Just like if you have Game Pass Ultimate, you have access to EA uh, games and things like that. Uh, but the thing that drives me insane about uh, the PlayStation One is you want you say, "Hey, I would like to play." Uh, uh, let's see, God of War, for example, right? So the new God of War just came out. Ragnarok just came out recently when the when I got my PlayStation, uh, and so you think, okay, that should be day and date, right? If I play pay for the service, I should get that day one. Yeah. You don't. You can't get it. Uh, it's not available. Of course. Uh, I don't know how long it takes for them to get on there, but I do know that there are games that aren't available on there at all. Uh, and I know like uh, Spider Man, um, Spider Man Mar- Miles Molaris. Uh. That CD one on there, right? just hit. It just yeah. hit. And that was a PlayStation 5 launch title. Yeah. So two years ago, essentially, uh, that game came out, and it just hit their their service. Yeah, that's another thing I didn't really care for about their service is that it is, especially with the Xbox stuff, You are they've already set that expectation of like any first-party title. We're just putting it on there day and date. So it's another bonus for you to have Xbox Game Pass. Is yeah. that if we release a new Halo game, boom, there's the Halo game. You don't have to pay for it because you already pay a monthly fee for for rental and whatnot. Uh, I know I was reading uh, a, yesterday or the day before. I actually didn't read the whole article, so I didn't know exactly what, uh, what it was fully getting at. But apparently Horizon Zero Dawn, I want to say, yeah. is a is uh, set to hit the the PlayStation uh, uh, service, and people were actually com- somebody was actually complaining how it shouldn't actually be on there so soon, because that game was just released uh, within this last year. But it's just garbage. Like, then what's the? I don't under- I I do and I don't at the same time understand what's the point of those services if you're not going to give me the new games, at least within a reasonable uh, amount of time, because I can understand on a more economical sense of why Sony wants to say, hey, we're, we want to make the most money we can out of these new titles. So we're going to, uh, if you want it day and date that it comes out, then you're going to have to buy it physically or digitally. Yeah. But I'm the type of person that I don't mind waiting. So if, there's, if they say, because I did the same thing with, with Doom and Doom Eternal, uh, it it came out and then eight months or later or a year later or something then it hit Xbox Game Pass so I don't mind that they have some sort of movie style like hits the theaters and then goes to uh, streaming and, and purchase for home uh, but two years is kind of too long to be releasing stuff like this on your own service for one and uh, and two, you should be rewarding the people that are buying your service, yeah, your monthly service. You know, it should, you know, you should, you know, if they want you to wait like two, three, four months, fine. Uh, but, yeah, but put it on there in a more timely manner. I, yeah. I agree completely. It is uh, ridiculous that, um, it, that it's, it takes this long. 
I'm trying to pull it up still, but it is really being a pain in the uh, butthole. Somebody attacking Sony today? Is that, that what it is? Well, I got it up on Chrome. At least it seems to be running better on there, but man, it's just terrible, dude. Uh, What's maybe? the next thing you got? Um, let's see. The other thing I had. Okay, well, we're just gonna forego uh, using, go looking at that at all because it doesn't want to play yeah. nice. So Sony can go fuck themselves uh, for that. Uh, anyways, um, uh, where'd my list go? I lost it. I lost oh, it. Oh no! Oh no! Um. Well, I know one of them was uh, what did I, do? I opened up the wrong tab on one of them. Anyways, uh, Andy Muschietti, uh, the director of uh, uh, the Flash movie, uh, he teased a release of an un, uh, like a uh, uh, not yet seen Batman from the Flash, and it was his hand drawing uh, storyboards. It was really funny, um, but it's just an animatic of like w- the visions he had for the scene where apparently Batman. Like grapple guns a car and is being drugged behind it, and you see it in the trailer where he's wearing some kind of weird exo suit type thing, uh-huh. and he's doing. And it's literally just the animatic of that, and I thought that was really hilarious. I was like, he teased this, and then what he gave us was literally just a uh, like a pen drawing on a note paper uh, of the scene breakdown, which was which was cool. But if you if uh, because if you look at it, you realize like that's what you you can you're seeing what you saw in the trailer happen from his brain mm-hmm. uh, and then visually it hits and I was like that's actually pretty rad uh, if you think about it um, but you know that's pretty cool yeah can't wait for that movie yeah movie's gonna be uh, pretty interesting it's gonna be pretty rad I think uh, we only have like what a couple months left two months yeah I think it's June right or is June it May sounds right June or May, I can't remember. Because I know Shazam is next month. And then I think it's two months after that is when uh, The Flash comes out, so. Cool, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, I thought there was more I had than that, but those ones are older stories. So I maybe I didn't... Uh, maybe I didn't save more than I thought. Or they didn't transfer over. Whichever one happens to be it. For shame. Yeah. Uh, I'm garbage. Anyway, we can go over a couple of things that I have here. Uh, relatively quick things that I have saved throughout the week. Uh, one uh, is actually a twofer. I have two articles about uh, about uh, Cocaine Bear. Hell yeah, Cocaine Bear. Let's go. Which uh, apparently, I, I don't really know much about this. Besides what I was actually reading yesterday were a bunch of... Uh, uh, articles kind of uh, popped up in my feed. One, I didn't know Elizabeth Banks was directing it. Yeah. Which is cool. Uh, two, I think you did mention that it was based off of a true story. Yes. In uh, one of the previous uh, things that we've talked about. And it, it technically is. Do you know what the actual story is, though? Awesome smugglers. Uh, I don't know if it was accidentally or I know they dropped. Uh, um, like some drugs when they were running or something like that and like a bear got in I can't remember what it was but yeah it's based on a 
loosely based on a true sto- true events, I should say, yes. not true story. So it's loosely based on true events uh, coming from uh, NME. That's the the website article is cocaine bear is cocaine bear based on true story and when asked uh it says oh absolutely according to the official website cocaine bear is inspired by the 1985 true story of a drug runner's plane crash missing cocaine and the black bear that ate it uh dubbed pablo escobar yeah uh, the real-life bear was a 150-pound American black bear who was discovered on a hillside in Fannin County, Georgia, next to a duffel bag and uh, and 40 half-consumed packs of cocaine. Uh, what happened to Pablo Escobar? Well, rather than heading out on a coke-fueled rampage for more blow and blood, uh, Pablo Escobar overdosed on cocaine and was found dead at the scene. So, you know, just inspired by yeah i mean because it'd be a pretty boring movie i don't think it would get made if it was just that uh but you know movie magic and uh, hollywood uh glamour makes uh things better as it always does yeah exactly uh but uh let me see where does this article begin so this other article from entertainment uh titled cocaine bear filmmaker elizabeth banks would direct cocaine shark under two conditions uh and i don't remember what those conditions were but basically, people are, are, I guess, test audiences are already kind of liking this movie, and uh, people are already asking, would you make a sequel to this, or would you make uh, some other weirdo-type uh, type movie like this? And uh, somehow Shark came up, and uh, she was like, absolutely, if, uh, and I'm trying to find what her conditions were here, Uh Okay, I would absolutely, I would seriously consider anything with a script as good as the script for, was for Cocaine Bear, uh, said the actress and filmmaker who previously directed 2015's Pitch Perfect 2, blah, 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 blah. It's just got to have some great elements in it. I would never want to be compared to Jaws. That's a classic. I don't ever want to be uh, compared to. So if it were different enough than anything else, then anything is possible. So yeah, she's totally down to make at least a small franchise of just cocaine fueled animals. Hell yeah. We need we need cocaine bear to do good, everybody. So we can get cocaine shark or whatever. Cocaine sharks. Yeah, it could be heroin sharks, who knows? Whatever, right? Uh well, no, I think you just have to you have to that's your franchise. It's cocaine deer, cocaine bear, cocaine uh, muskrat. I don't know. What I'm saying is we need this to go well so we can get cocaine, cocaine sharks. Right? Once we get cocaine bear and cocaine shark done and in, then we can get. Ready, ready. One of my favorites. I have it. I literally have it tattooed on my leg. Joe, you know what I'm talking about? You're. Uh, uh, yes, I do, and I can't think of the name of it now. Come on, shark. man. Come on. You it got was it. The shark bear thing. So there was a sea bear. In sea it. bear. There was the was the, the with the shark and but the shark was on the land and I can't remember the name of the comic. Nope, I don't remember. It was too long, too long ago. Uh so I'm gonna have to pull up everything so I can get to it. Oh, I don't know how to spell. That's awkward. Um, yikes. Huh. Oh, that's funny. Uh, so um, I went in to pull it up and I realized that uh. 
in SpongeBob, there's an episode uh, where they had a sea bear. Nice. Which is hilarious. Uh, dude, what the hell? I have too. I have way too many things open. Hold on. Keep talking, Joe. I, I got. It, I got it here for us. But apparently, I have too many things running to make sense of anything. What is going on? I have like four browsers open, multiple windows in each. God damn, you were prepared today. I was trying, man. That's all I had for those articles, honestly. What? I'm still trying to remember this comic book. Like, I know it has. I know the tattoo you have is of a shark on a boat speedboat yeah on a speedboat uh so the the comic book's called uh uh grizzly shark grizzly shark um and in it he at one point he fights a sea bear um but i i just want this to go well so someone will be like hey you know what else is a crazy bear uh, a crazy story with a shark and a bear grizzly shark you know just need to tweet it at Elizabeth Banks because apparently she's just down for that shit. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm gonna set my sights on it. Uh, Do it because like, like yo, Elizabeth Banks. Like I'll tweet her this I, picture. Uh, it's called Grit. Sure you like bears? Yeah, the, not that type. Of, well, you maybe like that type. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I I a lot of people think I am that type, but uh, uh, Grizzly Shark issue number three is called Grizzly Shark versus Sea Bear, uh, and the mm-hmm. cover is amazing. Uh, and I think I should just tweet at her, like, hey, I see you're a big fan of cocaine-fueled bears. What about, and I'll just post this and see if she wants, and I'll tag, uh, you know, everybody is involved with it uh, and see if they want to just run away with it and be like, hey, right. you know. Uh, this might be something fun to do if you like doing this, if this is popular. So, yeah. Just pigeonhole Elizabeth Banks to making, like, bear-themed movies. But like wacky bear type movies though. Oh not yeah, like, no, you like know. wacky bear, like not documentaries. Yeah, unless she wants to do that. I'm not saying she can't do that. I'm just saying maybe you should just explore crazy animal uh, related movies and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, if I can get a live action ish uh, scene of a uh, of of grizzly shark driving a speedboat after eating its uh, its occupants. Um, I will forever be in love with Elizabeth Banks and all of her work. I'll even go back and watch Pitch Perfect. How's that? It sounds like a deal. I'm not going to sell it that way just in case I don't have to go back and watch that movie uh, well, or movies. contingent on if it happens, then you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll make a disagreement between you and I, gentlemen's agreement on the podcast. Uh-huh. It's recorded. It's here for an, mm-hmm. if if she makes Grizzly Bear – or Grizzly Shark, I will, even if that scene's not in it, if she makes this movie, I will watch Pitch Perfect. I'll hold you to that. Okay? Mm-hmm. Boom. It's in there. I'm gonna hold you I have the image that. saved. I'm going to tweet at her as soon as we're done recording. And I'll be like, yo, girl, I hear you like crazy-ass animal movies. How about Grizzly Shark? Bam. And I'll be like, yeah. Yeah, you should, you should reach out to Image Comics, and you should be like, "Hey, let's do this." Ryan Otley, I hear you have a crazy ass 
Shark Bear book. I would like to uh, option this for a movie. That'd be so awesome if just it just happens because of that. Yeah. I'm full of great ideas. This one is fucking spectacular. Yep. Speaking of spectacular things. Oh, yes. I know you like anime. I do. Did you know that, uh, and I'm, I'm literally trying to find the production company. There it is. Publisher Viz Media is actually releasing a whole anime series on YouTube for free for people to watch. Uh, that include Death Note, Hunter Hunter, Inuyasha, Mr. Asomatsu, Naruto, and Sailor Moon. So this is like a teaser? No, this is like the full-on... Uh, some of them it says, I don't think uh, that's like every episode. Yeah, because Naruto's like hundreds of episodes deep. And, yeah, and so it's like apparently Sailor Moon. However, the show with the most episodes in its initial wave of uploads is 1990s Bishoju uh, Phenom Sailor Moon, which comes in with a whopping 238 videos across its five seasons. Uh, classical girl, yeah. So Sailor Moon, they released 238 videos, which is the 238 uh, episodes. Uh, Naruto, it says, uh, at 220 episodes, Naruto is nearly the biggest uh, time sink Viz has put up on YouTube. The five-season show makes up the first part, uh, makes up the first part of Naruto, which follows the titular character as he attends school uh, to become a ninja. The 20 episodes are followed by Naruto Shippuden, which is another 500 episodes. And another sequel show called uh, Baruto uh, that followed to his child. So you can open up, uh, so you're going to open up Pandora's box if you decide to sit down and watch this one. Yeah, it's like, it's, like I said, it's over 200 some episodes. Uh, well over, because like I said, Naruto, just Naruto, the original run, uh, was 220 episodes. Then there was 500 episodes of. Uh, Naruto Shippuden, Shippuden, or whatever it's called, and then uh, the one that, like the the companion series after that, which uh, was all about their kids and stuff. Yeah, so it sounds like we're only getting the two hundred twenty episodes first off for Naruto, and it's the, that's why they say the Sailor Moon has more. It's two hundred thirty eight videos or two hundred thirty eight episodes that they're releasing for that. Uh, the other ones. It, says the Mr. Omosatsu uh, anime family comedy show make up 50 out of the series 75 episode runs sounds like for reason they're only releasing 50 there Inuyasha uh, 197 episodes it looks like Hunter Hunter it does uh, 148 episodes and Death Note says 37 episodes Again, I don't know if that really encompasses all of the story, but it's a rather large chunk uh, of story for all of these things. Yeah, that's a good amount, yeah, for sure. Uh, from what I've read here, uh, from what I remember, remember reading here, there was no, like, hey, we're going to just release it for a certain amount of time, then it's going to go down or anything like that. So this could be something that is up there permanently uh, after so many years. Because a lot of these shows are... I, I don't know Hunter Hunter or uh, Mr. Asumatsu. 
Uh, but I remember watching Inuyasha Naruto as well. I didn't really ever watch the other movie, but I remember seeing it. You know, obviously it's a very old show. So that's what I'm saying. A lot of these are, are old shows that they can just put up for free. They've pretty much already made their money on them. Yeah. Uh, I believe Viz, or, uh, Hunter, Hunter Hunter is fairly newish. It sounds fairly new, at least in my lexicon of, of oh, that took straight to YouTube. I didn't want to do that. Huh, oh, no. Oh, well, I figured the article has, like, links to all of these things, and maybe it would take me to, like, a wiki or take me somewhere like that. Instead, it takes you directly to YouTube, which is not bad. It just, I wish it was a uh, little warning. Uh I was just seeing if there was like a release date for Hunter Hunter, but I don't see anything. At least on the, the link that they gave me. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, that's a newer one of my lexicon. At, at least I don't, you know, Mister Azumatsu. I don't. I've never heard of that one. I've heard of it. At least all the rest of these, if not seen, uh, one, two, three of them, which is just Death Note, Inuyasha, and Naruto, and I guess Sailor Moon as well. I've seen it. I don't just never watched it. Because I want to say, uh, the oh, I don't know about that one. I know the 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 version of Hunter Hunter I've watched is from like 2011. Uh-huh. Uh, there might have been. It looks like there was an older one from 1999, but I don't know what this one is. And maybe that's what it is. The older one, because it would make sense with all the rest of these are. Well, actually, I'm not sure when Death Note came out either, but and Mr. Asamatsu, uh, but all of these are, are at least '90s shows. Came, you know, started in the '90s. Yeah. But it's really cool that they're doing stuff like this, and it's really weird at the same time as having YouTube as a place to go watch shows and whatnot. I mean, hell, at work yesterday, somebody was streaming uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, the, the the Michael Bay movie for free on YouTube to test a TV. That's weird. That was really weird. Yeah. Huh. So there's just things right now that you can find on YouTube for free. I mean, legally. Obviously, back in the day, you used to be able to find all kinds of movies illegally yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, very illegally. Yeah. But I thought that was cool. That is cool, Joe. You were right. Uh, I do love me some uh, anime, and the, those a couple of those are actually some of my favorites. So, boom. Uh, the only other uh, story I had, uh, not so much, well, it was saved, but it wasn't a big deal to talk about, was, uh, so you're familiar with Five Nights at Freddy's? Yes, I am. All right, so... Uh, Five Night Five Night at Freddy Five Nights at Freddy is a, a a horror video game, apparently marketed towards kids, uh, which is shocking to me. It is a weird horror game that is marketed towards kids. Yes. So yeah. that's fucking weird, but whatever. Uh, apparently they're doing a uh, a feature film adaptation of it. Yeah, uh, I've it, heard about that. Yeah, it's being produced by Blumhouse. That I didn't know. That's cool. Yeah, so potentially it could be real fucking good. Yeah. Uh, as long as they don't make it. Uh, 
which I do have an update on that, by the way. We'll talk about it in a second. Uh, okay. Because one of their stories I had. I found my stories, by the way. Uh, okay. And uh, there's not a lot of them. There's just a couple of them. Uh, basically, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, the, the, the basis is essentially uh, it's a, 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 a group of animatronic uh, animals a la Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, the Chuck E. Cheese, Chuck e. Cheese Band, uh, which I could have swore they had an actual name, but whatever. Uh, they uh, uh, essentially go on this like nightmarish murder fucking spree thing or whatever. I don't know. I don't know the story about the games because I've never played them because they look like trash. But this is basically talking about them, and it's interesting because it has actual real people involved in it. Uh, which threw me for a loop that this was coming because I knew they were talking about it a while ago, uh, but Blumhouse obviously has the the ability to bring real, uh, well-known people into it. Yeah. So, in this article, it talks about how uh, it is in development, and uh, Matthew Lillard will be playing the villain in the movie. Interesting. I didn't really know that there was a villain. Yeah, like I said, I didn't know anything about the story, so I'd have to look it up to find out what it is, but he is apparently playing the villain uh, in it. The animatronics are being made by Jim Hansen Co- uh, Creature Studios. Oh, wow. I mean, okay. Yeah, That's yeah. That's legit. Yeah. Uh, it's not something that I would have thought that they would have been involved in, but then again, I don't really know what they are involved in besides... I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Josh Hutchinson is going to be playing Mike Schmidt. If you don't know who Josh Hutchinson is, it's uh, PETA from uh, the uh, Hunger, Games. Hunger Games movies, uh, as well as many other things, but that's probably one of his biggest uh, known things. Piper Rubio as her, his younger sister, and Mary Stuart Masterson as an unnamed villain. So I do know a little bit. It's, it's just weird to hear that those are the villains because I do know a little bit about the story, and it's one of those things where it's like a... People were found dead and murdered at a like a you know kids pizza place, and it's supposedly like haunted at night, and that's what takes over these animatronics, and you find out they they kill people. So it's interesting to hear that there's like real human villains from that limited knowledge of, of story. Maybe the others, maybe the stories are a little bit more uh, than that, but that's what I know of the. Of the uh, the story of Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, so I found it here. Okay. Uh, so Matthew Lillard is playing a gentleman named uh, William Afton. Okay. Okay. So in the world of the games, uh, Afton is a co-founder of uh, Fazbear Entertainment. Okay. Uh, the founder of uh, Afton Robotics. That's him. Oh, and also he's a serial killer. Okay. So Afton also somehow manages to constantly cheat death and come back over and over again, no matter how many times he seems to be defeated. So it's kind of like a uh, like a child's play situation where he yeah. somehow possesses these animatronics to use them as uh, vessels to continue his killing. Okay. I still don't know if that's how the actual games have gone, but maybe. There's like five or six or... They're like Rocky movies at this point. You don't know how many there are. Yeah. So. Okay. Cool. That was pretty rad uh, to see because I was like, oh, shit. 
Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the other stuff I had was, you know, whatever. Yeah, I don't really have anything that, uh, that is worth talking about left, either. Well, there is one thing I will mention real quick, because it is just a quick and weird article. Uh, apparently Hellboy is being rebooted again. Yeah. And, uh, they start shooting next month. Yep. Uh, they do have a title for it, Hellboy the Crooked Man. Uh, it'll be enter production uh, next month in Bulgaria. But uh, the only real thing that they, the only real person that they mention, at least in this article from The Verge, uh, is that the director is Brian Tyler, Taylor, sorry, uh, known for, as it says here, best known for the Jason Statham action movie Crank. Uh, and that's it. They don't name any who's playing Hellboy or anything. Yeah, uh, I did see some of this. Uh, At least it... Mike McNola is attached as, because he's the creator of Hellboy. He's attached as a, a, a writer, I believe it is. Yeah, he co-wrote the script with uh, Christopher Golden. So I have faith in that. Absolutely. It's just weird. And maybe we did talk about this. And I just completely don't remember. But to me, it just is kind of weird how out of nowhere this came. And that they haven't announced a lead yet. Yeah. It sounds like they're already going to start shooting next month. So it's like, all right. Yeah, it's very very strange because of uh, the fact that the other one was only like a few years. Well, say a handful. It was from 2019. Uh, So... In movie terms, it's not that, not that old. fucking old at all. Uh, I mean, jeez, you know, they couldn't even give uh, Guillermo del Toro a chance to finish his trilogy. Um, but you know, whatever. Yeah, so um, not a whole lot has obviously been um, uh, said about it. Um, it is that they well, the one thing they did say is they want to. Uh, bring it back to more of the roots of uh, of Hellboy and make it more of a folklore type uh, horror type thing. Which I'm absolutely down for. And the I story, so love those stories. Yeah, the story of the Crooked Man uh, within the Hellboy uh, 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 story is, if I remember correctly, and I have to look it up. Um, it's been a long time since I read it, uh, but uh, it's based on a, the. 2000 something or other book uh, of the same name uh it's essentially the the story of uh the crooked man obviously it's the name of the, the of it but it's basically the tale of uh, of of hellboy traveling around and being a, a actual paranormal investigator uh so the thing they kind of hint at along the realms of the movies we've seen so far this is actually going to be showing him doing that. So, like, if you saw the 2019 uh, atrocity that was that movie, um, that one, they kind of talked about it a little bit, and they did some uh, some 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 references to it and flashbacks of it. Uh, this is going to be steeped in that. So, this story is him traveling to different areas uh, and doing the actual paranormal uh, investigations. Uh, and then tracking down the demons or whatever it happens to be that uh, he's there to do. So it should be, hopefully, 
only focused on that story, not like the last one where they tried to cram three different Hellboy stories into one movie versus saying, hey, why don't we try to tie these three into a trilogy and make them coherent movies? Apparently that's not good enough for everybody. Uh, and they just wanted to um, basically make an abortion of a movie, uh, which could have been a huge thing. But It's funny when you're talking about about that, at least uh, uh, in, in, in describing what the movie, the new movie should be, it kind of made me think of like, it would be really cool to have like The Conjuring, but Hellboy. That'd be awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because that's kind of what it is. Essentially, yeah, I mean that's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um. So. The the double nice thing about this is obviously Mike McGill is is very involved in this version of it, where he wasn't really involved so much in the other one. Uh, but Christopher Golden is a novelist, and he's uh actually worked with Mike Mangola on uh several Hellboy novels. Okay. Cool. Uh, and I'm trying to find them right now and tell you what the names of them are. Uh, here we are. So uh, there is... Uh, so one of these is going to sound really, really familiar because it is. Uh, it is Hellboy the Lost uh, Army. Uh, so if you know of the Ron Perlman one. Uh, then you have The Bones of the Giants, uh, which is referenced also in the Hellboy, uh, the second Hellboy movie. And Dragon Pool... Uh, which was in 2007 was the last one he did with them. Uh, so, you know, that's pretty rad. But he's written a lot of novels uh, that are based on other stu- other people's work as well. Uh, he's worked on uh, Buffy the Vampire-related books, uh, several of those. Uh, he's done, like I said, the... the, the, the uh, um, Hellboy stuff. He's done Battlestar Galactica, uh, Daredevil, Justice League, King Kong, X Men, Uncharted, uh, Sons of Anarchy, Alien, Predator. Uh, not Alien and Predator, Alien and then Predator. Uh, and then comic books. He's written a bunch of the stuff. Punisher uh, has been in there, uh, but a bunch of other things. Baltimore, which is based in the uh, Hellboy uh, universe as well. So he's well versed in that uh, world, as well as world of just you know fantasy and and, uh, and horror uh, and suspense. And he's written a bunch of novels. Uh, I've never read any of them, uh, but you know uh, the the reason I knew about him before this article is he actually did the foreword in the uh, for the collection of short stories "20th Century Ghosts" by. Uh, Joe Hill. Uh, okay. So, uh, if you can find the slip cover version or slip case version of that book, his introduction is in that as well. Cool. So, pretty rad. Uh, so I'm 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 weirdly excited about it, but it's also very strange that it's going into production next month and we don't know who's going to be in it. Yeah. So, uh. I look forward to more information, I guess. Right. Yeah. Next month. I I just hope Brian Taylor, uh, he is one of the guys that created crank, uh, along with his partner, but he's also one of the guys that did ghost Rider: spirit of vengeance. 
That was actually a pretty decent version of Ghost Rider. No, it was not. That was the second one. That was the really bad one. Oh. What was the second one called? That was the second one. The first was, one. Visually, I, oh. said, I think is what I really okay. liked about the second yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Visually, yes. Except for one scene where he was doing weird, fiery, like, yes. spirals. But I remember, like, he, like how cool the design of Ghost Rider was in that one when he flamed on. Yeah. Like, you could see, like, the bubbling of the leather jacket and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, the details of it was, like, super fucking cool. I have absolutely no idea what happened in that movie, but the visuals were cool. But one of my things that I love them for is not just Crank, because I do love those movies, uh, but they're the ones that created uh, Gamer, the movie Gamer. Oh. Remember that batshit crazy yeah. thing? I I own that batshit crazy yeah. movie because it was a good movie. Yep. And they're also the ones that did Happy. Oh. I like that show, too. Yeah. So that's what makes me excited is, like, they have potential to do really awesome things. Yes. Um, I don't know who is to blame for what happened in Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. I would say the writer. Um, but yes, visually, uh, it was a, a visually. I thought I really liked it. Yeah. So, we'll we'll see how it goes. But yes, I did read an article about that, and I did forget to uh, uh, bring that up. But yes, very good job, Joe. Excellent, Thank excellent you. choice in picking that one as a as a topic to end on. Speaking of ending, I'm getting the wrap-up signal from our producer. Uh, So that is it for this week's episode of Comes Naturally. We have been... Joe. I have been Cody, and as usual, you fuckers just came naturally.